Jesus is our covering, and in order for Jesus to cover us, his blood, perfect and spotless, had to be shed for us once and for all, for a lifetime, forever. Not just a lifetime, but for eternity. Today it's titled, He is Your Covering, and we are in Ruth chapter 3. Now, when I think about Ruth, when I think about Ruth, I think about a woman who displayed courage, and she displayed such selflessness and devotion. She, di she displayed such friendliness, um, loyalty. I mean, there are a lot of words that I can describe when I think about this woman. But I think one of the most important things is, is that she would be like the, somebody that you would, you would deem the least, right? That God chose to become so great in him. That's how our lives are too, in him. He chooses the weak, the weak things, the things that the world would say there's nothing there. To actually bring in some, and bring forth something beauty, beautiful, right? To shame and to confuse the wise. So the book of Ruth is a short book. It's only four chapters, yet it contains this revelational insight into the heart of God. And that's been my prayer as we've been going through this book, is, is that you would gain revelational insight into the heart of God through this study of this book. So this woman made a noble choice to stay with Naomi. She chose the lowly position. You know, she chose that lowly position because why? Faithful. Faithfulness unto God. She said, oh no, I, 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 in a time where everybody did what was right in their own eyes. Because that's what it says. This book is said in the time of Judges. In a time, and that's where we are right now, church. In a time where everyone did what was right in their own eyes. This woman that was raised in this pagan culture said, I, this is paraphrased, I may not know your God yet, but what I do know of him based on your walk, Naomi, I am going to stick with you. I'm going to be faithful to you. Remember I read that section where it says, your God will be my God, your people will be my people. I'm going to, don't, I will not separate myself from you. I'm going to die in your land. Remember we read that part? So she was committed. Say she was committed to do the will of God, even when she didn't even quite know the will of God, because she didn't. She knew what was being represented to her. She was a Moabitess, right? So she didn't, she was raised, you know, in the pagan gods. But this woman had such an influence over her life. I love that. So Boaz was, and still is, uh, you know, he, the rewarder unto her. So in other words, he was, God was using and going to use this man to bring a reward to this woman that was faithful to this other woman. So I say this point because I want you to, I want you to know something. When you're faithful to God's appointed 
either person in your life or obviously when you're faithful to the Lord himself. Don't you believe? Don't you know that God sees it all and that God wants to reward you abundantly? Don't you believe that God sees every act, every kind word, everything that you do? Don't you believe that he is covering you and he is going to also bring forth that blessing? Because he did so with, with Ruth. And we're going to see even more so. But he also does this in our life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to read chapter 3, but before I do, before I read it, I want to, I want to tell you about King, a kinsman redeemer. Because a kinsman redeemer signifies a legal function where a relative would, would, pay, would, would be, literally pay back, purchase back that which was stolen or lost, right? So it's, this is something that the Lord had set up um, in the Old Testament to take care of and to provide the widows, the poor, right? He, he set this up for her to know he's a faithful woman that loves God, right? And so God's going to put you also, and I'm sure he already has, in relationships with people that he's saying, I want you to be like this. You know, David had Jonathan, right? And here we have Naomi, and she has Ruth. And God is joining people together to be that iron that sharpens iron. But ultimately, he's saying, but I want you to ultimately trust me. Trust me with that diagnosis. Trust me with that rebellious child. Trust me. Trust me when you hear the news and the headlines and everyone bringing in all this fear. Trust me. I have not moved, saith the Lord. He has not removed himself from the throne. He is still God all the time and all by himself. He doesn't need anybody's help. And so any place where there is a lying spirit that tells you to fear and to be in turmoil, no, you're going to trust that the same God that got you this far is the same God that's going to continue to carry out the promises in your life. Ruth just trusted Naomi. She submitted to this woman even when it didn't quite make sense. This was a strange request that she told her to do, but she just did it. And so she says, all, verse 5, all that you say to me, I will do. So she, she went down to the threshing floor, and she did according to all that her mother-in-law instructed. And after Boaz had eaten and he drank, his heart was cheerful, and he went and lied down. Um, and she came softly. She uncovered his feet, and she laid down. Now, some would say this is a seductive act. She uncovered his feet, and she laid down. It was not a seductive act. I don't believe that at all. I believe it was a submissive act. I believe that she was submitting to the woman that she's already said, I'm going to go where you go. Your God is going to be my God. Basically, you're going to teach me and I'm going to follow after you, which means I'm going to follow after God. She was not seductive. And how I know this is because in verse 11, we'll just jump over to verse 11 really quick. Boaz says something about this woman because Boaz was also a noble man. And, and he says, now my daughter, do not fear I will do for you all that you request, for all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. You are a virtuous woman. He would not have said you are a virtuous woman if he thought, oh, wow, I know what she's asking, and I'm in. No, he wasn't like that. But do you know that there are people that will preach that? And that's absolutely not at all of God. He was a noble man, and she was a noble woman. We can't allow our minds to go where our culture would just automatically tell it to go. No, this was a beautiful thing, and it was an act of submission, not seduction. That's important to know. 
The other thing that's important to know is, is that she came softly and she uncovered his feet. She uncovered his feet. In verse 9, he says, who are you? And she says, I'm Ruth, your maidservant. Take your maidservant under your wing, for you are a close relative. Under your wing. She's saying, cover me. She uncovers his feet because she was doing what Naomi told her to do. She uncovers his feet and asks him to cover her, right? Think about that for a moment, though. Jesus is our covering. Jesus covers us. She was saying, for the protection, she, she was saying, this is, you are our kinsman redeemer, and we know what that means. It means marriage. It means taken in, into a royal line, into marriage. But Jesus is our covering. Jesus covers us. You know, I, I was thinking about this, and I thought, look at the parallels. Look at, you know, Adam and Eve. And they were uncovered. They were, when they did what God told them not to do, they realized that they were naked. They were uncovered. But God covered them. Did he not cover them? They tried to do it in their own way and tried to sew these fig leaves together and put fig leaves on top of them, but God said, that's not going to be good enough. And he literally takes that of an animal and he clothes them. But in order to get that animal, he had to shed the blood. The animal had to shed the blood, right? The blood. Jesus is our covering. And in order for Jesus to cover us, his blood, perfect and spotless, had to be shed for us once and for all, for a lifetime, forever. Not just a lifetime, but for eternity, right? And so you think about these parallels, you think, wow, nothing is just happenstance in the Bible, guys. It wasn't just put in there and it's just, okay, I don't know what that meant, but no, it has meaning. And we may not understand all of the meaning, but what we do understand and what God does reveal to us, we need to own it. We need to own the fact that she uncovered his feet. Why? I don't know, but I do know this. He covered her. And I do know this, God made it, he, whatever was kind of, he works it for good. He says, let me tell you, there's a picture that you guys already know, happened in the Old Testament. They also were uncovered because of sin. They were also uncovered. But Jesus says, but I already, God says, I already provided for you the covering, which is going to be in my son, perfect, spotless blood of the lamb. And he's covering us day by day and moment by moment. Amen. Isn't that not a beautiful parallel between this covering and this uncovering? And what is she saying? Is she saying marriage? Yes. She is saying marriage. Yes. Because that was the custom. Because back in Leviticus, this is when God set up this, this law that they would be provided for. God takes care of us. He does, and he has never stopped. He's never stopped taking care of us. And so maybe it's not done in the same way today. You know, you're not looking for the next closest, nearest relative to marry you if you become a widow. It, the customs change, but the protection doesn't. God's protection never changes. It never moves away. He doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's our minds that have to come into agreement with what he's already said and just say, okay, thank you, Abba. I receive it fully, 100%. If you're going to provide for these Adam and Eve that decided to sow fig leaves for themselves and they tried to do it in their own strength, if you're going to, and God still, you're going to provide for them anyway, how much more are you going to provide for us? If God will take care of the lilies of the field, of the birds of the air, come on, if he's taking care of the grass, if he takes care of all these things, how much more is he not taking care of us, his created ones? Right? Amen? So he's your covering. Say, he's my covering. Jesus is my covering. And in Hebrews 9.22, if you want to write this scripture down, 
I'll read it to you, but Hebrews 9.22, it says that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin, which is what I, exactly what I just got done telling you. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin, right? But Jesus provided that for us because he's our covering. Verse 10, then he said, blessed are you of the Lord, my daughter, for you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning, in that you did not go after young men. She could have. You didn't go after young men, whether they were rich or whether they were poor. And now, my daughter, do not fear. He says, I will do for you all that you request. For the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. Verse 12, now it is true that I am a close relative. However, there is a relative closer than I. Stay this night and in the morning it shall be that if that... If he will not perform the duty of a close relative for you, good, let, it, let him do it. But if he does, I'm sorry, that if he will, then let him do it. But if he does not want to perform the duty for you, then I will perform the duty for you as the Lord lives. And they, he basically, and then he gives her provision, right? He gives her um, the barley and she takes it to Naomi and she says, wait, she knows exactly remember she is an Israelite. So what Ruth may miss not quite fully understand because of being born and raised in Moab, Naomi did not. So she said, wait. Wait until the morning. He's going to take care of this. She knew, oh, it's a done deal. It's exactly what the will and the plan of God is. Uh, do you guys follow what I'm saying right now? When, you're, when you know the Lord your God, let's just, let's make it like every day. Like, let's make it plain to you, in our lives. When you have seen the hand of God's faithfulness in your life, and then you're, tr you're trying to tell somebody that either doesn't know the Lord or is a brand new Christian and hasn't seen the faithfulness of God. So you're trying to explain to them why you have peace. You're trying to explain to them why you have this faith and why you can be so assured that your God is going to fall, he's going to, he's going to see you through. What you know, based on the word and based on experience, they don't. Not yet. They haven't walked it out yet. So I see that picture of these two women the same way. Naomi knew she was raised, she was an Israelite. She knew she had been, the stories had been read, she was, she was, you know, she understood the word of God, what they had, what the stories that they told them over and over and over of their fathers and their, you know, fathers of the faith. But Ruth was new. And so she said, just wait. In other words, that anticipation of God's going to come through. I know it. I know it. I know it is what she was speaking to her. And so that's where the story, there's a pause, you know, because in the next chapter, chapter four, we read exactly of how it, how it all came, came about. I love the fact that even though she did this bizarre act of uncovering his feet, she, you know, uh, then he covers her. She uncovers his feet and lays there, you know, throughout the night. And he wakes up and she says, cover me. And he does. God is our covering. Say, God is my covering. I am covered by my Jehovah my Jehovah, my living God. I am covered by his word. I am covered by his Holy Spirit. And I'm not just covered because he covers, yes, but he doesn't just cover. He literally infills us. Just like he doesn't just cover our sin that was in the Old Testament, but he removes it. When, when Christ came in, he removed that sin. 
He moved it as far as the east is to the west. He buried it at the bottom of the sea, never to be remembered again. So it wasn't even that he just covered our sin, but he removed it.